Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome back to 32 Fans. I'm Alex Chester. With me, as always, Wheels Wienaker. Wheels, how's it rolling? Rolling great. This is a sports podcast. So we do is talk about sports. March was bracket season. April sports season. Sports, 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 sports. We love sports. Let's get it going. Yeah, let's get it going. So uh, let's talk NBA. The regular season ended yesterday. The play-in tournament starts tomorrow. Your team and my team involved. Um, I was going through updating all my charts, as of course I always do. And I came across... Uh, last July, I made a ranking of um, my personal player rankings as of July of 2021 of the best 100 players in the NBA. And it was interesting to go. There are actually way more than 100. I had um, how many players do I have total. I have 37 point guards because I have broken up my position. Uh, 44 shooting guards, 30, uh, 64 forwards, 40 centers. So we had like 150 guys. And it was interesting just to see sort of like uh, the guys that have changed a lot and the guys that haven't changed at all. Mm-hmm. So, like, in my top 10 uh, last summer were Giannis, Jokic, LeBron, Luka, KD, Harden. Harden's taking a bit of a tumble. Uh, Curry, Embiid, uh, you know, Embiid obviously moves up a bit. Anthony Davis, you know, injured all year. Kawhi injured all year. Dame injured all year, but uh, probably goes down anyways. Zion injured all year, but who knows with him. Uh, Butler, Tatum, Cat, uh, Gobert, Paul George injured, Kyrie. Uh, so, you know, most of those guys have pretty much stayed where they are, except for all the guys I just mentioned who were injured. Um but then there's the guys who, have, you know, I had Ja uh, at number 31 and Ja has, you know, skyrocketed to become an elite player, um, you know, an MVP candidate even this year as, as he leads his team to the two seed. So uh, very interesting to see. And I thought before we jump into the playoffs, let's uh, why don't we do our, our regular season awards? No, let's go to the playoffs. No, I we're doing our awards. That's what, that's I didn't what we're prepare awards. They can't tell me. You, you, let's, we do this literally I'm, every year. I do not give it a sixth man of the year award. Okay. Ever. You don't need it's to give a sixth happened. man of the year. You can do the other awards. Okay. Uh, no. How about this? I, how about I will this? give, I will give it a sixth man of the year award. It's, it's pretty clearly going to go to Tyler hero. I don't think there's even the, that. Much I've got a, a better idea. I've got a better idea. Yeah. I've got a better idea. Mm-hmm. Let's let's um let's do the playoff picks. And then after we could do the, award. no, 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 no. That doesn't make sense. A, you don't start with the time. playoffs and end with the regular season. The, the regular season finishes. You give out the up, awards. Complete that. Then you move to the postseason. All right. So sixth man is Tyler Hero. Um, all right. But we didn't pan on awards. So there's no awards. Next okay. time, tell me awards. No, this was always awards. Okay. This is what we're doing. Um, my other honorable mentions for sixth man, uh, Trez, of course, even though he got traded, always on my love list. Uh, Kevin Love, uh, Cameron Johnson, and uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich. Uh, not to be confused with uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich, of course. Uh, but I'm talking about the one on the Hawks. Uh, Coach of the year. You have any thoughts there? 
Uh, I think it has. I mean, Monty Williams will win it, right? Um, yeah, I have him fourth on my uh, ballot. Well, I think he's. I think he's the favorite, right? Yeah, he's gonna win. So here's the thing. You know, the the, the, the flaw the with and... the flaw with the Coach of the Year award is it's basically which teams overperformed what like the general consensus was of these teams, even though maybe the consensus mm-hmm. was flawed. Uh, by the way, I went back and looked at my preseason over unders. It was uh, it was not great. And by the way, not just for me, for 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 everybody who was like who I kept track of at the time, Rosillo uh, House on his best bets went zero and eight. So on the teams he was positive about, he was wrong on all eight of them, which is uh, very hard to do. But um, there's four teams who yes, Spol- Mo- Monty is minus two thousand. Spolstra is seven to one. No, no, you know Monty's going to win, but I would not vote for him. And by the way, if you remember last year, I voted for uh, for Mac uh, Nate McMillan on Atlanta for the midseason turnaround they had. Um, I, I, what I did is that there's four teams that outperformed their over under by more than five games. In fact, there's four teams that outperformed their over under by more than uh, ten games. And so those are the four candidates that I was really looking at. Spo- look, I mean, like Spo and Nick Nurse, like nobody's disputing they're like elite coaches. But the way I'd be more interested in your worst coach of the year. Okay. But like, but but you know what I mean? Like you you like, okay, give Belichick the award every year. Like the award is for the team that sort of overperformed. So I would give it to Taylor Jenkins because what Memphis has done, Memphis came out of nowhere, right? They were an under 500 team. They were like a play in team and they're the two seed right now. And nobody saw that coming. Um, that's yeah. I I think, I think that's fair. Obviously that's the ultimate overperformance, by the way. My L, my worst coach of the year. You could say Thibodeau goes from first to worst. The last year he was coach of the year. Yeah, but th- this terrible was job with the Knicks. Entirely predictable. Predictable, but partially like he he you know like tried to kill Derrick Rose for the fourth time. <laughs> yeah, you know they were you know he he uh, like Kemba basically like quit the team in the middle of the year. He just did a horrible job with every single player. Yes. Um... Yeah. So anyway, so yeah. So I have Taylor Jenkins one. I have JB Bickerstaff two for Cleveland. Also, an insane performance. Now they cooled off a lot. Obviously, in the they have half. some very good players though. Okay, like, they're him- young. He did a good job, but I mean, okay, the, like, the- that that's a very talented team. Okay, that that's fair. To and say. where are they? They're why not was- going to be in the freaking playoffs. Why was there over like- under twenty seven and a half? If they have so many talented players, they're well. I mean, people didn't realize how good Mobley was, but I, are, are we saying he developed Mobley, who was like a superstar in college? Well, well, so let's get to that executive of the year. To me, I give it to Kobe Altman. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, uh, obviously a good, a good first name and a, a member of the tribe. Worst executive but, of the year. Every, I mean, really, I guess the worst coach should go to Vogel. Like every, everyone in the Lakers organization should get. But but Altman basically words. stole Jared Allen. Granted, it was last year, but then he signed an extension this summer. Um, who's an all star this year? Uh, Mobley, who looks like, you know, could be the, the stud of this draft in the long term. Uh, and, and then um, obvi- obviously, you know, Garland continues to develop, although, you know, Altman doesn't get direct credit for that. Yeah, so I have Bickerstaff, too. I have Chris Finch, three, and Monty Williams, four, by the way, on my coach of the year rankings. Um, what else? Uh, most improved player. You got any takes there? Um, you, not your, really. Your boy DeJounte is on my ballot. Yeah, I mean, DeJounte definitely took <laughs> to become an all-star. That's a massive leap. Yeah, uh, the Spurs had the best assist to turnover ratio of any team in many, many decades. So uh, things are looking up, even though they're I mean, obviously, it's a facade that they're still alive. They won 34 games. They yeah. didn't have a three game winning streak until last week. So, yeah. But uh, if they win a couple games they're in the playoffs and the Timberwolves could be out. And I'm very terrified of that happening. I would not do not. be. I mean, don't be worried, worried of the Spurs, like worry that like Zion's been in like a factory. and He's going to come back for one game and beat you. Uh, yeah. In the in the eight, nine game. I, um, I think you're going to beat. I think you're gonna. I, I think you're gonna get the seven spot, and honestly, that's not a terrible spot. The, I'm the very. Uh, the Timberwolves match up very well with Memphis, but we're not talking about the playoffs yet. So slow your roll. <laughs> okay. 
Um, yeah, so my most improved player candidates are Cam Johnson on Phoenix, Darius Garland on Cleveland, who uh, emerges an all-star this year, DeJounte, who emerges an all-star and more than that, frankly, Desmond Bain and Ja on Memphis, both of them. Ja gets all the credit. And then Tyrese Maxey, obviously, on Philly. I don't like guys, like when a guy just, you know, barely, like, so Maxey barely played last year. He, he played 15 minutes a game. And so his rate stats. I think he's the favorite, right, or one of the favorites. Um, I haven't looked at the. I don't. I don't bet on these on these on these awards. Listen, when you're making the Chester awards, you're not allowed to bet them. We create a conflict of interest. But, <laughs> um, yeah, but like when a guy just increases his minutes, that's what I like. All to right, see is a guy, the overwhelming. Favorite. What I like to see is a guy whose minutes are pretty much stable, but on a permanent basis, he dramatically improves. Right. So like every one of the guys I mentioned, other than Dejounte, had a negative BPM last year. Right. Just as an example. Right. So, so they were all, uh, you know, at least by by one metric, uh, you know, negatives on the court last year. And Ja, obviously, that was, you know, the first half of the year, second half of the year was very different for him. But, you know, by the plane, he was he was looking like a future superstar. But, um, you know, this year he really exploded. My issue with Ja, and this is what comes into the other awards also, is like when your team goes 18 and two without you. And I think it, what it ended up being 18 and, and four or whatever. But like that's like that's a little bit of an indictment, right? A little bit, but I, he got them there also. I mean, listen, NBA teams have phantom limb syndrome all the time. I think. Uh, I, yeah, to me, Desmond Bain is like the guy who, like, I don't think anybody saw coming. He was like a 23 year old draft pick or whatever. And he's like, I, I picked him. I picked him and Melton up uh, when uh, there was an injury in the year. I guess it was maybe the first John entry. I don't remember. And and I was like, went to cut him. I'm like, wait, what the hell is going on? And he's still on my team and I could keep him for next year. Didn't he average, he scored 20 points a game the second half of the year. Yeah, it was Bain was Bain is really solid. Yeah, he also great name, Desmond Bain. Uh rookie of the year. I have it, I give it to Barnes over Mobley. Those are the only candidates, right? Um, yeah, I have Mobley. Yeah. I mean, but Barnes is a more important player on a better team right now. Yeah, this is one of the only ones that aren't isn't totally decided, but mm. but Mobley's series favorite, but not a lot favorite. Cunningham third, right? Yeah, I mean Kate, look, Kate is could you know I, I think has potential to become a star but you know obviously his, his you know it took a lot of growing pains on a terrible team there uh franz wagner also josh giddy also my ballot uh and all right so yeah so let's get to the big awards so my mvp ballot and i've been tweeting it out every few weeks so there's no surprise i had Jokic literally in from the first game of the season and it annoyed me how there was moment like if i should have bet on this because there was moments when like Embiid was a huge favorite and then everybody wanted to talk about everybody other than Jokic, right so everybody had a time where they wanted to talk about demar Derozan, or they wanted to talk about now it's Devin booker recently they want to talk about or jason tatum a couple of weeks ago like no it was always Jokic. Jokic has been the best player ever by many statistical margins ever this season. I mean, he's been incredible. And his team, he dragged him to 48 wins. They're Are you saying Jokic is the best player of all time, a la Shohei Otani and Mike Trout in baseball? No, because LeBron's the best player of all time. But um, and and if, if, if anyone has potential to become the best player of all time, I, I would still say, just because of how good he's been so early in his career, I would still lean towards Luka. But, um, you know, we'll, we'll get, yeah. But um, I, I just think it's so incredible what Denver's done. And by the way, Jokic has also been both the eye test and also the stats. I mean, the stats love him. The stats consider him like a defense player of the year candidate. I wouldn't go that far, but uh, my, my defense player of the year, it's Giannis. It would have been Time Lord if he hadn't gotten injured, gotten injured, because I think Boston's like dramatic turnaround was cued, uh, you know, spurred by their defense more than by their offense. And I think that you know Time Lord is the and when he went down, by the way, their defense struggled a little bit in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, can you go to a room with better internet? Um, I always do podcasts in this room. This room's fine. 
What did you yeah, have any? Every, every, we could hear, I mean, maybe everyone else can hear after, oh. but I could hear every second word you're saying. Oh. Well, what are your defensive player of the year takes? Uh, what do you think of Marcus Smart? Oh, that's what Simmons said. Like, it's it, it really like the, the, in, the level of impact that a perimeter player has to be to be defensive player of the year is so through the roof. Like, he might be a more valuable player because there are fewer of him than there are elite defensive bigs, but he doesn't have as big of an impact. Like the same way that like Travis Kelsey should be like a first round draft pick every single year because he's a tight end in fantasy. But like, that doesn't mean that he's better than like, you know, Patrick Mahomes or Aaron Rodgers or guys who go later in fantasy, like, like relative value because of uniqueness doesn't mean like overall, like contribution to the team. Um, yeah. So I, and who I, do you think wins it? Who do I think wins it? I don't know. What, what do the betting markets say? I think Bam. Maybe oh. smart. No, Bam hasn't played nearly enough. No way. I mean, it could, it could be. I mean, Bam and, and Time Lord and Jared Allen are all guys who, you know, I think if they had played more, they would deserve more consideration. But to me, it's it's Giannis. Um, yeah, and frankly, I'd, I'd give attention to, you know, obviously Gobert's are every year. Uh, Embiid. Uh, Horford, by the way, has also played very well for Boston in Time Lord's absence uh, and before. Um, Boston is just like a, a, a terror defensively. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. So my MVP ballot is, and uh, tell me where you went. disagree. I have Jokic one, uh, Giannis two, Embiid three, and then there's a little bit of a drop. Then I have Luka four, and 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 th- that's that's very, very chalk so far, and this is where I uh, depart a little bit from the general consensus. So I have Trey Young fifth. Uh, Trey Young. He led the league in scoring and assists. Like, the last guy who did it was Tiny Archibald. That is pretty good. And, like, people good. are hating on him because, like, Atlanta only won 43 games, but, like, maybe it's that, like, they weren't as good as, like, last year, I mean, Look back in hindsight what happened in the playoffs. They got very lucky against the Sixers when um, Ben Simmons decided not to play anymore, right? They got very lucky in the first mm-hmm. round where they played the Knicks or, you know, as I said at the time, and I said all the, like, or, the Knicks are a bad team who overperforms in the regular season and then, you know, proves how bad they are in the regular in the playoffs. Um, so yeah, they went to the Eastern Conference Finals last year, and I think that unexpectedly raised expectations. Also, by the way, after a very slow start, they were under 500 halfway through the season. They end up 43 and 39, which is not great, but it's over 500 in a, in a pretty deep beast this year. So I have Trey five. I have KD six, um, you know, obviously he missed a lot of time, but everybody missed time this year. Like there's, there's nobody I'm looking at my ballot. Like in the past, if you did this a decade ago, everybody played 78 plus games, nobody on this entire ballot. Who's who, who's even in the seventies in games, Trey young, Jason Tatum, DeMar DeRozan, um, Jokic cat. Uh, that's it. Everybody else is in the fifties and sixties in terms of games played. So, um, you know, I don't punish uh, KD too much for that. I have KD six. Shout out to uh, Denny Avdia for playing all 82 games this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, then I have Cat. Uh, then I have Chris Paul. I give Chris Paul more credit than Devin Booker in Phoenix. Yeah, I mean, but they were still great without Paul. Well, yeah, but they were great without everybody. I mean, like, and by the way, you just said you don't discount that for Ja. Yeah, I mean, no, I'm not like knocking Ja. I'm just, I, 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 I yeah, I, I, like I'm, I'm not knocking either of them. Who, who is more key? I don't know. That's the, that, that's a team thing. That, that I would, me, I would say overall. Chris Paul is more important, but as we enter this playoff race, I think Booker is more important. Does that make sense? Like Chris Paul is what made the Suns where they are now, but now in terms of winning a championship, if you had to miss one of the yeah, finals, I'll buy that. Yeah, I'll buy that. So, but it's a regular season award, and for the regular season and like the overall cultural impact and on the floor, obviously his stats all still superb at his insane age, which is crazy. Nobody decides has ever done it. Yes, yeah, so I have Chris Paul eight. I have Tatum nine. I have Curry ten. I have Ja eleven. Booker twelve. Jimmy Butler thirteen. Uh, asshole on the court, uh, but uh. Uh, off the court, but very good. Um, Gobert, 14 for a team that's about to be broken up. LeBron, 15, very hard to rank him, obviously, because of uh, his team's collapse. 
Donovan Mitchell, 16, DeMar DeRozan, 17, Siakam, 18, who's been phenomenal for the last couple of months. Harden, mm-hmm. everybody loves to hate on Harden, but like, I think it's a little bit unfair. Like, okay, he, he's no longer like an MVP candidate like he was for most of the last decade, but he's still like a very good player. I have him 19 on my ballot. Um, and then I have um, uh, DeAndre eight and 20, and then, uh, you know, DeJounte, and you can just keep bam, and you keep going on and on. But um, yeah, so my first team is, uh, have you listened to Simmons' uh, endless arguments about how you can only have one center on the first team? No. It's so stupid. I mean, I've heard, sort of heard people say that. Like, forget about positions. Okay, so call Jokic a power for. Like, if Jokic and Embiid were on the same NBA team, they would both start. Okay? Right. Just like Samson and Elijah Wan or Robinson and Duncan. Like, if your two best players are both quote-unquote centers, they both play, and you just, you know, call one of them a power for. So that, that's not an issue to me. So, yeah, I have on my first team, I have Embiid and Jokic and Giannis because those are the best, by far the best three players this year. They all have to be on the first team. And then uh, my guards are Luca and Chris Paul, who, again, I absolutely worship at his age. I think it's ridiculous what he's done. And then my second team is uh, uh, Trey and KD and Tatum and Cat and Curry. And then my third team is is uh, Ja, Booker, Gobert, LeBron, and um, Jimmy Butler. And DeMar DeRozan is, is the 16th man just misses. So sorry, DeMar. Awesome. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right, let's get to right. let's get to playoff picks. All right, fine. Let's talk about what you want to talk about. All right, so well, we're, yes, we're literally the plan. Yeah. Uh, let's start with the playing games. Um, we'll start with the um, the seven eight games are, are are first, and I I think both home teams are going to win. I think Brooklyn's going to be Cleveland, and Minnesota's going to beat the Clippers. Well, I mean, clearly Brooklyn is going in the right direction right now, and Cleveland's going in the wrong direction for a little while. Um, and and so. I definitely agree with you there. I'm very nervous. The Clippers have just won five games in a row, which is the first time all year that they've looked competent. Paul George is back. Um, just it's my negativity as a Timberwolves fan that has me very scared here. And also because, you know, obviously if you lose and then win, you still make the playoffs. It's still good. But there's such a difference between facing Phoenix and Memphis. Phoenix is going to sweep them. And Memphis, yeah. I really think the Wolves, they're not going to be favored against Memphis, but I think it's like 55-45. I think that's very close to a toss-up matchup. The Wolves played Memphis very, very well this year. Um, and you know, it, they're similarly experienced teams. It's not like you're no, fa- facing some, you know, veteran laden team who knows how to win the playoffs or whatever cliche you want to file fall for. So I'm very nervous here. Uh, Paul George being back, obviously is big. And if the Clippers make it Kawhi, they're talking about even maybe can possibly come back. Although who knows? Um, so I would pick this, the Timberwolves to win. I'd pick both seven seats, but, um, I'm, I'm terrified yeah. about it. Yeah. And then I'll, I'll have the Pelicans over the Spurs and the Hawks over the Hornets. I think the Spurs and the Hornets are just happy to be there. I mean, the Hornets went 43 and 39. They, they certainly could be a playoff team, even, you know, back in the day at an eight team. Yeah. Well, right. yeah. The seven through 10, all have basically the same record. They're one game apart in the East. Um, 
Now, yeah. if I mean, the Spurs won 34 games. Remember so. last year, Steph Curry, everyone was pumped to see him in the playoffs, and then he went loss-loss and was knocked out of the play altogether. Yeah, I mean, there's none of, none of these teams are too good to yeah. not lose twice, I don't think, but... Um... Yeah, I mean, I'm, it would I'm be obviously it would be a big upset for the Timberwolves or the Clippers to lose to the mediocre Pel- Pelicans or Spurs. But hey, the Spurs have a positive scoring differential this year. And the Pelicans, yeah. since they got McCollum, have been a much better team also. So, yeah, yeah anything, nothing would be too surprising. I would Atlanta Charlotte is going to be a great game. I love both those teams. They both obviously led by dynamic young point guards and um, Cleveland. Uh, sorry, Cavs, because you started so hot this year, but um, I'm least interested of the four playing teams in seeing Cleveland. Advantage. Yeah, I have Atlanta over Cleveland and then I have uh, the Clippers over the Pelicans. Yeah, I'm going to pick whoever wins the Atlanta Charlotte game to be Cleveland. Also, I'm not sure. who. Well, you got to pick a team. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll pick Atlanta. I just put, put Trey fifth on MVP ballot, so I'll pick Atlanta. And then yeah. you have Pelly's over Spurs, you said? Yeah, Pelicans over Spurs, and then, uh, but they lose to the Clippers. Okay, all right. So now we have the Clippers going to Phoenix. Is that a sweep? Yeah, that's a sweep. Okay, yeah, that's a sweep. Minnesota, Memphis. I'm gonna say Memphis wins in in, in either six or seven. Yeah, I, I put Memphis in six, but yeah, that could be a really exciting series. Yeah. All right, uh, Golden State at Denver. I mean, is there any chance that Murray could come back? I mean, coach said it's up to him at this point. These teams that's are big threes like... that we have never played together. I mean, like literally we got 11 minutes total from the big three in Golden State this year. Yeah. And and we've never seen Porter. I mean, we saw a little bit when he when you know, in his first year when he wasn't any good, but we've never seen Porter as a as a star quality player ever play with Jamal Murray and um, Jokic. So it's so hard to predict the series because you have no idea what to expect if either team is going to get anything from their stars. Um, I love Jokic so much. I just, I, I find him to be such a unique talent. And I really think like we're going to talk about him one day as like an all-timer. So um, I'm going to be rooting for, for Denver here. I'll take Denver. Yeah, I, I'm picking, I'm picking Denver. I also hmm. think that any of these four teams could come out of the bottom half here. It's, you know, really who's healthy is, is maybe the key thing. And to show you that it's who's healthy in Dallas, Utah, I think Utah without, without Luke, I think Utah is going to win in like five games. So is Luca definitely out? I mean, he's out for a while. I think. I mean, I mean he, it's been I so hard. The injury has, I think, is considered a two-week injury usually. Okay. I mean, that's devastating so then, to happen in a, in a game eighty-two when no one else was trying on Sunday night. Yeah, I mean, they weren't playing for something. They wanted to get to that three seed and avoid. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Practice. Yeah. I don't blame them at all. Yeah, you want to avoid Phoenix as long yeah, as the possible. The game was kind of over when he, like, they weren't going to lose to the Spurs. Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean they, it was bad luck for them. The Spurs were trying that he even like, you know, whatever. I don't know if they were just losing. The money. crazy thing is, if Luca's healthy, nobody in the world is giving Utah a chance in this game. Like there'd be more yeah. people picking like the Clippers sweep the Suns, which is crazy. Like the Jazz have become so disrespected in the second half of the season and really over the last five yeah. years, this whole run with Gobert. They, 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 they've by far, by a huge margin, the third best scoring differential in the league this year after Phoenix and Boston. Like they, they've yeah. been a very, very good team, and a lot of that obviously it changes in the playoffs because you can't really run your offense with Gobert, and some teams actually run them off the court altogether. And I understand all that, but this idea that like this team is completely trash and has to be thrown away, and, and Snyder should be fired, and then Gobert or Mitchell, one of them or both of them, have to be cut or traded or whatever. Like people are going way overboard on the Jazz hate. I think. I agree. I'm, I'm very comfortable picking the Jazz in five there. Uh, I do think they probably lose in seven with a fully healthy Luca, but I don't think we have to worry about it. Yeah, that's uh, too bad. And then, uh, but then Dallas, I have Phoenix in five over Utah. I have, and then, um, I have, you have uh, Denver I have against Denver Memphis. Be- so you have Denver, Denver as the Memphis. sixth seed going to the finals, conference finals. Yes, yeah. So and, I have Phoenix against Denver. In the and then who do they have healthy by then? Do they have either Jamal Murray or Michael Porter Jr. back? Well, I'm, I can't predict injuries, but I, I'd hope at that point for their sake. 
Because if you got both of them, all of a sudden that's a very entertaining series. Yeah, no, I mean, it should be good. I think they'll be competitive even, even you know, if they're not, if, if they don't have everybody. But wait, who do you have in the conference finals? <sighs> well, you know what? I'll be a homer. I'll say the Timberwolves beat Memphis. Wow. And then um, I'll say, I'll say, I'll have the Nuggets beat the Timberwolves. So I will have Nuggets Phoenix also. How did Minnesota play finals. against Phoenix this year? Not that it's going to happen. Against Phoenix, they did not play well. Okay. No, there's, there's a reason that we need to get to the, to the seventh seed and not the eighth seed. Yeah. Um, I, I uh, think, is this the is I mean, they, they, is they it have weird having meaningful games for the Wolves? Like the last time you had meaningful <laughs> games, you were like in high school. Basically. Well, no, there was the Jimmy Butler year. That, but like, I mean, are you? Gonna if you remember, nervous? that was what spurred the league. I mean, some say to go to the play-in because Denver and Minnesota played each other in Game 82 on national TV. Uh, Jokic in his first sort of all-star caliber season against Cat and Butler, and they both teams were 46 and 36 or whatever it was, and the winner was going to the BB8 seed and face Houston, and the loser was out. And so it was essentially a playing game and it was a great game and very dramatic. That was the most exciting moment as a Timberwolves fan I had since 2004. And I, yeah, I hope to have something this year, but um, yeah, let, let, let me, what did they do against Phoenix? So they, they lost by three in November and that's before they were very good. Um, they lost by 10 at Phoenix in January. Um, and then they lost by nine. Yeah. So actually all three games were pretty close. Although Chris Paul didn't play in one of them, but, but the Timberwolves were also missing guys in, in the middle one also. So they lost all three games, but all by, you know, within 10 points. So that's actually a little more reassuring than my memory. My memory was that they got killed more, but Memphis has been, they've played Memphis great this year. So they, they lost at Memphis uh, the first couple weeks of the year in overtime. Then they destroyed Memphis a couple weeks later. They won by 43 points. And then, um, and then they beat Memphis again a couple weeks ago. Uh, so overall, they're two and two on the season against Memphis. But uh, their wins were much more impressive. Their losses were very close, one of them in overtime. So I really think the Wolves have a great chance against Memphis. Um, and you know, obviously, I'm being a homer here. They'll probably lose to the the um, the, the Clippers and then the uh, the Pelicans. So I have Phoenix over Denver, and you have. Yeah, I mean, it's so chalk, but I have Phoenix also. Although over. I'll say the caveat: if we see Michael Porter and Jamal Murray, I'm going to pick Denver. Okay, but right now you have Phoenix over Golden State. Yeah, no, I have Phoenix over Denver. Oh, over Denver. Okay, fine. Yeah, both of us. All right. Um, so now going back to we had Brooklyn as the seven, and I had Atlanta as the eight. So I'll have Miami sweep Atlanta. Maybe Trey Young. <sighs> I mean, Miami got swept themselves there. against Milwaukee in the first round last year, and um, yep. Yeah, and, and you know that that team they have they have injury questions. They have uh, you relying on hero off the bench as your like primary score questions. They have um, uh, you know, everybody hates Butler questions. A lot of questions there. Who did I have winning this? I had, um, did I have Atlanta also? Yeah, I had Atlanta. I'll have Miami beat Atlanta, but not a sweep. I think it'll be six or seven. Okay. Uh, Philly, Toronto. I'm not especially nervous about Tybalt not playing the road games. Um, oh, I'll I have the Raptors uh, winning anyways. Oh, I've picked, I have the Sixers in six, and but then I have Miami over Philly in six. All right. So I, I have the Raptors winning this one. And then. I have the Raptors beating uh, Miami also. I have the Raptors going to the conference finals. Wow. Okay. Um, I have the Bucks the over East the Bulls. Is so wide five. open, I feel like. Okay. Yeah, Mar DeRozan's nonsense doesn't work in the playoffs. Bucks over Bulls, we know. And yeah, the, the, the Bull the Bulls and the Cavs are the two teams that were hot in 2021. And you know, the calendar is and terrible. I have I have Boston over Brooklyn in six. Yeah, that's the most other than obviously the Timberwolves, where I have a, a, an emotional investment. I am more interested to see Boston Brooklyn than any other series in the first round. Um, yeah, I mean that's clearly going to be the premier first yeah. round series. But it's it's sort of it's the it's like team against stars. It's uh, it's it's such a like dramatic di- di- dichotomy between the two teams. 
Um, everybody Listen, Brooklyn could lose Kyrie. to Cleveland tomorrow also. So who knows if that game ended? <sighs> sure. I mean, also Brooklyn, you know, was Brooklyn, a toe, Miami away, would be pretty a toe away too, from but... winning a title last year. So, yep. Uh, but then my my big upset is I have the well, it's not a big upset. Wait, well, hold on. I, I'm still thinking about yeah. who I'm picking in between Boston and Brooklyn here. Okay. Hmm. You know what? Let's keep things interesting. I'm going to have the Nets to uh, to beat the Celtics. Wow. All right. So I have the Celtics beating the Nets and the Bucks. Who do you uh, have winning Nets Bucks? Oh, I I have the Bucks. I I think the Bucks Raptors. Yeah, I have Bucks Raptors. Different. I have yeah Bucks and I have Celtics Heat. Okay, so who do you have going to the finals? The Celtics. Oh, Simmons can come insufferable if that happens. Celtics and Suns, and you have I I have a I have a rematch of last year. Yeah, Bucks and Suns. And I'm torn because I, I, you know, Giannis and Jokic are my two favorite players, which is, you know, a, a cold take for the two best players for your two favorite players. But I, you know, yeah. I've, I've been on both their corners for such a long time. Um, but I do want to see Chris Paul get a you ring because Cowds and Edwards aren't your two favorite players. I mean, other than my own team. In terms of like infectious joy, there's nobody that comes close to Ant. Um, although in terms of explosiveness, Jaws, like, you know, even on another planet beyond Ant, I think. Um, and Cat is, is always underrated and always disrespected. And part of it is because he whines way too much, you know, whines to the reps and always does silly, angry faces. And although he's gotten much better at that this year. Um, yeah, so I, I have Milwaukee. Yeah, so I, you know, I hate ring culture. I hate the fact that Chris Paul is judged negatively because he doesn't have a ring. Um, and if he gets uh-huh. it, uh, unlike most His guys, wife's getting, like, why didn't you propose to me with a ring? Why do uh, you give me, why do you give me like a, yeah. know, a slap bracelet? Well, I hate ring So culture. I won't be unhappy if Phoenix wins, but I'm picking Milwaukee to repeat. Is, yeah, is, I'm picking Phoenix over to, uh, Boston. So Phoenix At least Simmons wins. Will know some pain so the, the Phoenix Suns, who are, you know, uh, in, in sort of like the Vikings of the NBA in that they're always a playoff team, but they've never won a yeah. title. They've, you know, it, 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 when we were kids, everything comes back to the Vikings. No. Just, okay. So then you can say the Vikings. Are the I Suns mean, you'd argue that, like, aren't the Utah Jazz that not that the Vikings are the, 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 the no, team the, that the Suns of, and the Jazz are the two teams like that. But but the Jazz were really just one generation. It just lasted 20 years with Stockton alone. Whereas the Suns starting in the 70s when they, but went they to the become finals, that team again now. A little bit, yeah, but they've never been, yeah. But like the Suns have been. Think how many, how many different versions. There was the Alvin Adams Suns, and then there was the Tom Chambers Suns, and the Kevin Johnson Suns, and the Charles Barkley Suns, and then all the Steve Nash Suns, the Jason Kidd Suns. We skipped. Like there's been so many versions of the Suns. The Suns just, you know, always coming back with another team in the playoffs and every year losing, um, and, and and never getting you know particularly close. Really, I mean the '93 Finals than last year, but you know usually falling well before the finals. Uh, the Nash Suns never been making a finals, obviously, uh, thanks to your Spurs. Um, so I wouldn't be upset to see them win. And I said, you know, it'd be nice to see Chris Paul win a ring and then I uh, go away. Cause he's, uh, kind of annoying, but, um, yeah, I have the bucks. I have Giannis winning again and I have Giannis cementing. Uh, I, I really think that I think we're witnessing so many guys right now who are going to be like top 20 all-time players, which, you know, the top 20 has to expand. I'm not like Bill Simmons who has 25 guys in my top 10, but like I, I, I barring injury, I think without question, Giannis ends up there. Jokic ends up there. Um, Luca ends up there. It's incredible. No, I mean, listen, it was a great NBA season. This is, I mean, this is the most wide open finals in many years. I think it's fair to say. Well, last year um, was also. It wouldn't blow my mind if like Embiid led the Sixers to a title. Mm, yes, it or would. If Jokic led the Knicks. That team doesn't have Nuggets. nearly enough depth. No way. What about Golden State? Would you? Would you? Your mind be blown if Golden State won the title? Yes, because it would mean that Draymond. I mean. It's possible if if we see Draymond playing like 2016 Draymond and we see Clay playing like 2016 Clay, it's possible we, we haven't seen it. 
but yeah, I mean, so the number of teams who I think realistically can win it, I mean, honestly, I think Milwaukee is actually a prohibitive favorite in the East, even though you don't even have them uh, getting to the conference finals. Yes, yeah, um, a Miami, Boston, Milwaukee, Phil in, in Philadelphia, in my opinion, can win it, and then Phoenix. Toronto has no chance. You think Golden Toronto has State no chance? State and Denver in the West. You give Toronto no chance. You give Brooklyn no chance. To win the championship, I give Toronto no chance. And Brooklyn also no chance. No chance. Okay. And what about in the West? You give Denver a chance. Yeah, I'm giving Denver, Denver, Golden State, and I'm giving Phoenix. So Memphis is the two seed. No chance. I'm giving no chance. I'd, I'd rather pick uh, hel- Dallas if they had a health, healthy Luca over mm. Memphis even. Okay. Yeah, we have to do, and the deadline, by the way, is tomorrow for pool of pool listeners. We got to submit our, our our May pool of pool where you rank the 20 yeah. uh, playoff teams. Don't listen to this until after, although I don't know. I, yeah, I but there's, there's, yeah, there's so much up in the air that hopefully we'll get, it, you know, it wasn't that long ago from 2015 to 2019 where every season started and ended. Everybody knew it was going to be Warriors against Cavs. Yes. And it's no, this fun. should be exciting. It's fun. This is the third year in a row that's really wide open. Uh, yeah, this is a completely different league. It's funny. The caliber plays so high, even like the really crappy teams other than Portland. This last this last month or like actually have lots of good players. I mean, you think about how many guys you mentioned at the beginning of this podcast, like Kawhi didn't play one second this season. Ben Simmons didn't play one second this season. Um, uh, Who's the other person you mentioned that didn't play a single second all year? Any seconds? Who I yeah, mentioned? Kawhi. Ben, oh, Zion didn't play a second. Oh, Zion. Yeah, yeah. So like a totally guy, you know, about. Paul George barely played like and even the good players all play 55 games. Yeah. And still the quality of play is like so high and everyone's scoring 10 zillion points and the shot making is absurd. Yeah. Um, I, I was looking 10 years ago as comparison, but 10 years ago was a strike short in season. So, um, yeah, in 2013, nine years ago, um, KD played 81 games and um, Le- LeBron played 76 and Russell Westbrook played 82 and Harden played 78 and Curry played 78 and Marcus all played 80. I think he was defense player of the year. Like, Everybody played, you know, 78 to 80 games and Blake Griffin and like every star, basically. And now it's just it's a totally different. And, you know, Simmons has been arguing. And I think there are actually some merit to the argument. Like if you reduce the schedule to 72 games and you have more days between games, would that mean then that we'd see the stars play almost every game again? Or would it just mean that, OK, well, instead of playing 60 out of 80, you can play 45 out of 72? What yeah, do you think? Is that question. the risk? I, I, yeah, I think if they were 72 games, I do think the stars would still play 60. If, if the, You had a few more days off. Yeah, well, they, the idea if is you're cutting from 82, 72, to you're basically getting rid of back to backs. Maybe you have a home back to back once or twice a year, but like, yeah, you get rid of back to backs. Then Ryan Terrell can play in the NBA without worrying about Chavez. It's three, it's three, like three games a week, basically, you're saying. Yeah, or even make, make it like soccer, like reduce it even to two, like give us a 60 game. Like, it shouldn't be, and like, not to get all mannish here, but like, you know, Jean Morant comes to New York once a year or any Western Conference mm-hmm. player. And by the way, I also want to get rid of conferences. But, like, it shouldn't be, like, your one chance to see this team a year and the guy's just not playing. Yeah. That is a problem, no. like, you know, like, yeah. the, the regular season is is much more of a spectator sport. Like, the playoffs, everybody's watching on TV. But the regular season, like, you want to, if you're an NBA fan, if you're a basketball fan, especially if teams in the other conference, get one chance a year to see him. And the fact that these guys are not playing, you know, a, a third of the time. I think is a problem. So they should reduce the number. Well, it's of interesting in baseball now. You're going to be able to see every every player play. Yeah, everybody's playing every team this year. What are your thoughts on that? Well, you're playing not you're not playing home and away every every team, are you? No, but no, no. You're you you have you have one series against every team in the other league. So every other right, year, so see, yeah, they'll be in Mike Trout will come every year to your to your. Yes, stadium. every yes, exactly. I think that's good. I mean, I've never seen Mike Trout play in person. Well, I mean, he, the Yankees play the, the Angels play in New York every year, anyways, for the Yankees already. Well, I would. I mean, I I don't go to you know, 
that, that, if, that if I said I was late for shul, I was late to, to pray in the morning, you'd be like, hey, there's a church over there. Like, no. Like, what are you talking about? Wrong thing. I'm not going there. So you never go to Yankees games? No. I mean, I have been to a Yankee in my life, but for whatever reason, we used to get Yankee tickets a lot when I was like pretty young. So I went with my grandfather a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember he was telling me about the foul pole. And then I think Mel Hall hit a ball off the foul pole like an inning later. But no, I have not been. I've not been like, no, I don't go to Yankee Stadium. Why would I? I mean, the, the truth is when you don't have a rooting interest, a baseball game is a pretty boring place to be. It's probably fun to take your kids like I, mm. you know, I've, I've no kids don't watch baseball. That's what happened to Eras in his in his um little league game. Yeah, you talked about that. Oh, the the the, the called strikes. Yeah, yeah. N- n- I, n- I had a great nobody time. Had, no, nobody in the thirties watching baseball. I'm taking my. Uh, I had a great time taking my uh, the baseball games. No, they don't want to watch game, but they you can they can have fun at the game. They won't actually watch the game, but they could you know participate in the in the you know mid inning stuff and everything. All right, so what else are we talking about here? All right, we're, well, we're going to go over to... Was, was the Patreon episode or the regular episode? I think between the two that we have planned, this should be the regular episode. Although it's a little short okay. this week. Okay, yeah. fine. So we'll... I thought, we'll I thought we would be doing much more arguments over uh, my uh, my NBA awards. Uh, next time, how about you give me like one second of heads up? Like, hey, we're going to do NBA awards. Okay, Instead future reference. Every time the baseball season ends, the football season ends, the basketball season ends, Google I want to talk calendar. about calendar. Setting it for now for next yes. year. Mm-hmm. Remember, we're talking about awards. Yeah. Okay. Do you we want to make, any, pred- you want to make any predictions about the Lakers or any teams in the offseason? Or, you know, our teams who are um, not in the playoffs? LeBron just said it was not a failure. Did he say he that? The season was not a failure because the team tried to get better every day. No, he didn't say that. What are you talking yeah, he about? Did. Are you serious? <laughs> he said it. Yeah. I mean, he's like a spin though, and he should he should take over for Jim Sox. Yeah, it it, it it makes me like sad for LeBron. And like, I'm pro LeBron. No one's. I'm one of the. No, more so am I. Say down. this season sucked. This was a disaster. We need to go back to the drawing board. Or say the other thing, which is when I moved to LA, I did it for non basketball reasons. I did it for off the court reasons. I did it for my family. I did it for my career post basketball. I won one ring, which is gravy, but that's not what I'm primarily focused on. Say that, which is also true. Don't say this season was a success. This season was not a success. Pick you to win 57 games, jackasses. <laughs> um, I mean, are the Blazers, does Dame, I mean, what Dame should have demanded a trade in the offseason because he basically ended up not playing anyway. Complete disaster in Portland. Yeah. They they lost more games by, what was it, 30 plus or 20 plus or some margin than any team in NBA history. They they were tanking to such an I mean they made the Thunder and the Rockets look like they were trying their hardest. It was no, every other team was competitive. Every yeah. other team was competitive. I mean, the whole the, the Pistons covered like thirty games in a row in the year. Like every single team was trying hard, except for Portland. Yeah, I mean, and and the Pacers a little bit also down the stretch were not. We're Pacers not were bad, yeah. but yeah, most but most of those teams threw in some wild wins in there. Yeah. All right. So anyway. is that all? All right. So uh, yeah, we're gonna flip over to the patrons. We got a we got a, 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 an interesting one planned for the patron episode. Okay. Bye, Cuba. I was a poor boy. You were a bright light. I was a sinner, and you were a snake. Shook like some old souls. Oh, when our bones broke, swallowed the sickness, a fear of a flame. Darling, you're wild-eyed 
empty and tongue-tied Maybe you need me or maybe you don't I'm playing the slow rooms Howling at half moons If you are a queen, then honey, I am a wolf Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.